Um, who needs a bear story? Um, that's a question that I was asking myself when I was um, in my early 20s and living in Hawaii. And I had a couple friends um, go on a trip to Alaska, and they came back, and they had all these harrowing bear stories. And I thought, um, and they were super fun to hear these stories, but I thought, how stressful. Who wants to hike around bears? Um, no thank you. Well, a few years later, as it turned out, I would move to Alaska um, to work as a journalist at the Anchorage Daily News. Um, and then I had, did that for a while and then had a couple kids. And then I switched jobs and I would become a wildlife educator at the Alaska Department of Fish and Game. And ironically, part of my job there was teaching people about bears and bear safety. So I was not a bear expert, I was not a biologist, um, but I approached my job like a journalist would, and I read everything I could, I um, talked to a lot of bear experts, and whenever I had the chance, I would go out with the um, fish and game biologists out on bear calls. And some of you may remember Rick Sinnott. Um, he was, yep, I figured you would. Um, he's, uh, he was the Anchorage area biologist at the time and a little bit of a legend. And um, probably you know this about him, but probably one of his least favorite things to do um, was when bears would get too bold around people or get into trash too often, he was the one that had to go out and shoot those bears. A part of my job there was I taught a lot of bear safety classes uh, over the years to the public. And um, so all those bear stories in that time with the biologists came in handy. Um, but inevitably, a lot of times people would wanna know, well, have you ever had your own close encounter with a bear? And I would have to say, no, I never have. And I would say, you know, if you do all the right things in bear country, you travel in groups, you make a lot of noise so you don't surprise a bear and you keep a clean camp, then you probably won't have a bear story either. And, you know, people liked that answer. That was a pretty good answer. <laughs> um, but, you know, inevitably they would sort of feel a little bit disappointed. You know, who was I telling them how to behave around bears when I hadn't had a bear encounter myself? So um, another part of that job was um, I would work with volunteers and we would train them to go into schools to teach bear safety to kids. And one of those volunteers was a retired advertising executive and radio personality and his name was Ken Flynn. And he had, he had some people know him too probably. Um, and he had this loud booming uh, radio voice. Um, and you hear him on hold sometimes when you call businesses. Um, <laughs> And uh, he, um, he and I became friends. We just hit it off and became friends. And he and his wife, Julie, invited us um, to their cabin near Talkeetna one summer. And uh, we were super excited to go. Our kids were five and seven at the time, and it seemed like the perfect thing to do. And to get there, we had to take the hurricane um, turn flag stop train. And it would let you off, and then it was about a two-mile hike into the cabin. And... Um, the cabin was really small because they had had to build it by hand because carry everything in. And so our plan was to set up two tents in front of the cabin and I would sleep in one tent with one kid and my husband would be right next to me in the other tent with the other son. So Ken, if you know him, he's a little bit of a jokester and I remember on the way in hiking, he kept saying, um, ha ha ha, wouldn't that be so funny? You're the bear aware person. Wouldn't that be funny if we saw a bear on this trip? And he said he had, you know, been out there for decades and he'd never seen a bear, but seen plenty of bear signs out at his cabin. So anyway, we had a great time. The hike-in was super fun. The day was super fun. Um, but any of you who've had little kids before or know little kids know that if they get overtired or overexcited, they can turn into these little hellions. 
And um, that's what happened to us. Um, our kids were, um, you know, started bickering with each other. The two boys were fighting. And then there were things getting thrown in the fire. And um, it was just general mayhem. And my Ken and Julie were kind of looking like, what's going on? Because they hadn't been around kids in a while. So <laughs> my husband and I scooped the kids up and got them to bed. And, you know, we were in a hurry to do that so that we wouldn't get more and more embarrassed. I was, uh, I remember I was um, going to bed and um, zipping the tent closed, and I remember looking at the porch of their cabin and seeing that there was a cooler on the porch, and on top of the cooler was a coffee pot full of coffee for the next morning, all ready to go. And I thought, you know, surely he knows better and he's going to put, they're going to put it away. And I almost said something, but I thought, you know, I'm just exhausted, I'm tired, I'm a little bit embarrassed, and I just needed to get the kids to bed, so I went to sleep. Well, around 4 o'clock that morning, I woke up for some reason, and I was the only one awake. I was listening, and I heard these footsteps um, near, near our tent, you know, just little padding footsteps. I thought, it's not near the outhouse. That's a little odd. Who's walking around out there? And then I listened a little bit more, and I thought, you know, it sure sounds like an animal, not a person. And then I thought, it sure sounds like a big animal. <laughs> And then I thought, you know, I'm pretty sure I know what that is. And at this point, my heart is totally thumping. And I try to wake up my husband, who's, who's in the tent next to us, and no luck there. <laughs> and um, so at this point, I've got my bear spray ready. And Elliot, our five-year-old, is awake. And I'm, you know, I tell him, you know, my plan is, I think there's a bear out there. And my plan is I'm going to spray it if it comes close. Well, um, so I'm just listening and being quiet because I don't want to draw attention to the tent. And then I hear this crash bang, crash bang. And I'm pretty sure that, and I can't see because I'm in the tent, I forgot to say that. But I'm pretty sure what's happened is that the bear has knocked over the coffee pot off the cooler. And then what I'm really afraid is going to happen next is that the bear is going to start rummaging through the cooler. And we're going to be stuck in our tent, armed with bear spray, my husband asleep. And the bear is going to be between us and the cabin. And it's not a place that I'm relishing being. So um, at this point, I try to wake my husband up again, and um, he is kind of awake at this point, and I say, I think there's a bear out there, and he goes, darling, there's no bear. Go back to bed. <laughs> so, um, so at this point, I'm like, I have got to look and see what's going on. So I get my courage up, and I unzip the tent, and sure enough, there it is, this beautiful, big, black bear. And it's just as, it's probably as scared as I am because it just knocked over that coffee pot, and it's looking very perplexed and doesn't know what to do. So I'm trying to figure out what to do next, and I think, okay, my best bet is to call for Ken in the cabin. So in my best sort of loud but calm voice, I call out for Ken, and I say, Ken, I said, there's a bear out here, and I'm not kidding, <laughs> and I need your help. So amazingly, he heard me, <laughs> and, um, and he... Um, got up really quickly, <laughs> and um, he kind of came barreling out of the cabin, and he swung open the door, and it made this huge bang against the side of the cabin, and that was enough to just scare the bear, the daylights out of the bear, and it ran across the field, but then it ran right up into a tree right next to the cabin. <laughs> so it was still still between us and the cabin, and it was still way too close for comfort. So I was trying to figure out what we were going to do next. And by this time, everyone was awake. <laughs> and we were all um, looking at the bear and looking at Ken and trying to figure out what he's going to do. Ken's standing there on the porch of the cabin, and he's got his shotgun there. And I'm afraid he's going to use it. 
And what he does instead is he uses his cunning and his talent. And in that great booming radio voice, he says, hey, you, Mr. Bear, did you know that I'm here with Elizabeth Manning and she knows Rick Sinnott? <laughs> and honest to God, as soon as Ken said the word Rick, you know, the guy that kills bears, the bear peed this giant fire hose down, of pee down the tree and then ran off as quick as it could go. Um, and that was the last we saw of the bear. So.